Hey everyone, a few weeks ago we had a powerful combined church camp over the weekend called the X-Church UK Getaway, and here's one of the recorded sessions. We hope that you'll be blessed by it. So good to again be with the family here in the UK, uh, and uh, I want to be able to say this, I don't always you know, <laughs> be able to say this, that I'm so blessed, so proud of our team. Our team from Edinburgh, our team in Bristol, our team in, in London. So proud of, so proud meaning the heart is full to see my family here doing well. Uh, blessing people, leading, reaching, doing life, having fun, uh, <laughs> tumbling over and getting up again and, and, and doing, you know, good before the Lord. And even if you're in the midst, as Sun Tao said, even if, you, if your impossible hasn't become possible, uh, we will yet trust in the Lord. Amen? We will yet. If you haven't come to know Jesus as your best friend, I pray you will come to know Him soon. Amen. And we welcome all of you here in our midst. And uh, so I really want to just say thank you to our team of leaders here, our team, everyone who's been just believing, every one of you who've come from different places and you're here uh, joining us um, in, and worshipping together in the different cities. So, wow, I wish all of X Church could be together so that they could see all of you. And it's, it's a blessing for us to have Pastor Nikki here, Pastor John and Joan here with us. Um, hard to have all our global leaders one, one time, like usually it's in February and you all cannot come. <laughs> It's our annual conference where everybody comes home, you know, Bali Kampong, come from, you know, everywhere. Um, but only usually Southeast Asia may be able to join because the rest may be hard. But I'm praying that the UK people will be able to come, take, yeah, take well. leave law. <laughs> Tell your boss you're working so hard, you're just going to come for a little conference which will make you better. All right. Ah, Any time you come home, come home, it's not in Malaysia, but come home to a, a gathering you are so you are so you're going to be so pumped so blessed and receive from the lord this is x we're a bigger family we're not just in the uk we're all over in the, in the globe amen um i would like to have the whiteboard somebody can help me not john i to say john i draw a little map for you and i'm just gonna i don't worry <laughs> i'll just die <laughs> Okay, I hope you got your Bibles or your e-Bibles. And um, because it's camp, I didn't want to do the technical stuff like do, do slides. Uh, because I would like you to listen. I'd like you to turn to your Bibles, to the verses, uh, to your e-Bibles if you brought, you know, if you have a U version or whatever version that you're using. And, and that you would listen. I think it's we're, we're sometimes so easily uh, using uh, technology alone, but today we'll just deal with um, no slides. Okay, we'll try to put verses up if we can, but if we can't, but I heard cannot. Okay, so never mind. Uh, I'm just going to draw. <laughs> just imagine, okay? You're good at your map geography, not geography good, not good. Okay, not good, are you? Okay, I also cannot draw everything, but I'm just going to draw um, a coastline. Okay, it's a coastline. Uh, somewhere here is a Zuez can can Canal. And then this is, uh, I think it's Africa somewhere here. So this is the Middle East. And right here is Israel. Alright, it's very smaller. And then, what's the neighbor of Jordan? Okay, somewhere here is Jordan. Okay, this is current day. But I'm going to go back, and we're going to go back uh, a little bit in history. Uh, here, I'm going to be taking from 
uh, old book. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna dot this simply. Um, okay, can I draw it a bit bigger? Sorry, yeah. <laughs> okay, and this thing here, I'm gonna call it the Dead Sea. Are you familiar with the Dead Sea? Or the salt or oh, seal pula. No, Dead Sea. My handwriting is worse than my husband now. Okay, this one is Bethlehem. <laughs> Bethlehem. And just across here, we're going to have this word called Moab. Alright, so it's a... This is, this is all Israel. And then just a little bit next door is Moab. I think it's now probably modern Jordan, I think. I think... Um, but I just want you to know, just just Dead Sea, Dead Sea, and then Moab and Bethlehem's over there. Okay, so uh, I want to share with you uh, today from the book of Ruth. Yay! I don't know how many of you have read the book of Ruth. Um, and uh, I, I would like to share from there uh, to just encourage us uh, this time. Uh, sure, our, our, our theme is our God is able. And there are things that God was able to do, but yet it's also dependent on what we believe in and what we want to stand for. Amen. Anyway, I want to tell us a story from the book of Ruth. And, um, and my focus won't be so much on Ruth as I would be on Naomi. All right. Anybody's name Naomi here? Ruth here? Okay, not yet. Your next daughter maybe, Andrew. <laughs> Your, your daughter or son, hey, son cannot. Okay, <laughs> son, son. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so anyway, um, so this is, a, this is a, a little bit of the book of Ruth. Now, the book of Ruth is in the Old Testament and in, in, the, in the printed Bible, it's right after the book of Judges. And uh, in order to understand the book of Ruth, we've got to understand the background from which the book of Ruth was written. And the background where the book of Ruth was written was that in the days of Judges, in the book of Judges, was when they had no leader. Uh, Joshua was, after Moses, was the last leader, he died. He was 130 plus years, he was 130 plus years old when he died, uh, Joshua. And when Joshua died, they left it to the leadership, the elders. And then God raised up judges, judges to lead. But and when you read the book of Judges, you find that it was a very dark time in the history of Israel because there was no king in Israel and everyone did what was right in their own eyes. Sounds familiar? <laughs> All right, now I say it like, the way it's written in the last chapter of Judges. It says in those days, verse 25, the last chapter of Judges, which is Judges 21, verse 25, it says, In those days there was no king in Israel, everyone did what was right in his own eyes. It feels like we're quite familiar with this. But even having said that, in the, in the history of Israel, they did have a king. This was God. God was their king. And he, and he gave them leaders like Moses to lead them out of Egypt. He gave them Joshua who brought them into the promised land. And uh, they, they, these were the leaders and yet he was the king. However, they tend to forget that they have a king. And so if you, uh, if you look at, just giving you the background uh, and the backdrop of where the book of Ruth uh, was written, if you look at Judges chapter 2, Judges chapter 2, verse 7. 
Judges chapter 2 and verse 7. Ah, yes, it says, So the people, Judges chapter 2 and verse 7. It's good if you can turn to your Bible with me. Uh, oh, wow, behind. She's power, Aurora. Thank you. <coughs> oh, powerful. All right, dynamite. <laughs> Chili padi. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right, verse 7. So the people... This is in the time of Joshua. So the people served the Lord all the days of Joshua and all the days of the elders who outlived Joshua. That means some of the elders lived longer than Joshua, uh, who had seen all the great works of the Lord which he had done for Israel. All right? And then verse 8, it says that Joshua uh, died uh, 110 years old. Anyone living 110? Anyone? Grandma? Your grandma, maybe somebody's grandma, I don't know, was 100 years old, 101. Any one of your grandmas, not, no? Oh, yeah. No, I give present with you. Okay, all right, right. Okay, so, um, and then they buried him. Then in verse 10, it says, When all the generation had been gathered to their fathers, meaning they passed on, another generation arose after them who did not know the Lord, nor the work which he had done. For Israel, everybody say, oh, very bad. Amen. Yes. So a new generation arose and they totally forgot all the miracles and powerful things that God had done. This is the supernatural God that they serve. This is Israel who, whom God called out and who, you know, uh, he raised up a whole nation and they all forgot him. And so they... Went on happy-go-lucky and they had satay, roti chana every day. <laughs> they did whatever they wanted to do that was right in their own eyes. So that is the backdrop uh, of the people of Israel in the time of the book of Ruth. So it's very dark, very bleak. And what happened as we look at the book of Ruth? So I'm going to read a little bit of the Bible. I know I have limited time. <laughs> But at least we read some, lah. Okay. <laughs> okay, we must, lah. We're at camp. Yay! We're supposed to have time. We're not rushing, right? I always tell myself, well, one day we meet at camp and then we don't read the Bible. Okay. Okay, let's read this. Verse 1, Ruth chapter 1, verse 1 onwards. It says, Now it came to pass in the days, you know, when the judges, they ruled, they led. Um, the, uh, the where they 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 were ruled they ruled they led uh, and and there was a famine in the land and uh, a certain man of Bethlehem everybody say Bethlehem, Bethlehem. Judah <laughs> went to dwell in the country of Moab all right <laughs> yes <laughs> I love you Eunice all right he and his wife and his two sons all right. Now, I, I, as we, I'll explain as I go. I tell a story along the way. Huh? So, there was a famine. Nobody wants to have a famine. And um, I want to first of all tell you, if you didn't already know, in Israel, it is, not, it is not possible for them to have a famine. Okay, I don't know how many of you have ever flown across from wherever you come from and you fly across to Jordan and then next door it is Israel. Then next door is Egypt and then Syria. And down there, I forgot who. Uh, all these other Arab nations. If you ever get a chance to fly into Israel or fly over Jordan and can look over Israel, which we've had the privilege to do that, you will see a very marked difference. It's desert land. 
But in the middle of the desert, there's a green patch. Believe it or not. That's Israel. That's why God's hand is on Israel. I know whatever is happening, okay, you, your brain is thinking this bad, good, whatever, never mind. Now I talk about Bible first, okay. So there's this patch of green because it is not possible for Israel to have famine unless, everybody say, jang, jang, jang. <laughs> they were naughty. <laughs> okay, they, they, they failed. That means they failed to follow God. They failed to, to recognize Him. That's why a famine happened. Likely, that's why. Because it is not possible for them to have a famine, to have losses. They're not meant to because God was their God and He, he made the difference for them. However, they must have walked away. Remember, they did what was good in their, whatever they thought was right in their own eyes. They forgot about God. A whole new generation arose and they, lupa, they forgot about their God. That's why there was a famine. Otherwise, there should never be a famine in Israel. That is how blessed they are. They are I have to say, they are very, very blessed. All right? But that time, that bleak season, famine. Very bad. And so there was this man. His name was... Don't call your child that. Elimelech, Elimelech. All right. How, okay. The name of the man was Elimelech. All right. And he had his wife. Her name was Naomi. And then they had two sons. Mahlon and Chilion. Chill, baby, chill. All right. And so they left. <laughs> they came out of Ephratite. Of, just say they, their hometown was Bethlehem. All right. And they went into Moab. And then the word is they remained there. All right. They remained there. And then, Elimelech, Elimelech, Naomi's husband died. Oh. How did he die? He died. And she was widowed and left with her two sons. So, the two sons were living in Moab. Now, friends, look at this map if you can see. Bethlehem, Bethlehem is here. And then the sea, and next to it is Moab. Likely, this is today's modern Jordan. I'm just, I, I can't remember all my geography, but this area. They crossed over. They moved over to Moab. It's not very far. It's not like they went to China, lah. All right, they just went over. It's like people from JB are always running over to Singapore and all like that. La. My, my brothers and sisters are here. I'm also in the church. I have a church there. <laughs> They're also my man. My husband's born in Singapore. Called Kandang Kerbau Hospital. Have you? It's like Jesus is born in the manger. Kandang Kerbau means what? Huh? No, the barn. <laughs> Singapore are so happening, no? It's called the Kandang Kerba Hospital. The barn of the cow hospital. I say, my husband's like Jesus. KK. But now they don't want this name, such a bad name. They call it Hospital KK. Now Singapore calls it Hospital KK. Yes. Top Women and Children's Hospital. All right. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So there we go. So they walk over to Moab. All right. So it's very nearby. And they, ha- and they hang over there, same like the JB fellas. They go over there and they remain there. Jesus. All right. So they, they go and hang out there. And they remain there for 10 years. And Elimelech dies there. Poor me. I'm at his funeral, they sang Elimelech, Elimelech, Elimelech. Okay? And then the sons, Mahlon and Chilion, went and married the women of Moab. 
They are not. Their culture different. And you know what? Actually, the Moabs were, were actually cousins of the Israelites. You know how they came about? It was Abraham's nephew, who is the patriarch of Israel, his nephew was saved in the Sodom and Gomorrah story. And then he was so scared of staying in the town called Zoah, he went and stayed in a cave with his two daughters. And his two daughters were very helpful. Sometimes we are all very helpful. And they thought, poor daddy. Change the British accent. Poor daddy. He no grandchildren. Let's make him some. Whoa, yes. Whoa. And so they made daddy drunk. And they slept with their father and they both gave birth to a Moab, the son's name Moab, and the other son's name was Ammon. And they became enemies forever with Israel. An incestuous birth. Incest. Okay, done. Okay, okay done. So it happened already. Thank you, Jesus. Alright, so many years later, they went over to Moab. The sons took the wives of Moab's they carried on and you know what? They dwelt there. One of the wives' name was Orpah and the other wife's name was not, not Oprah. Not Oprah. If, he, if they had married Oprah, they would have maybe, I don't know. Anyway, it's Orpah and the other one was Ruth. And then they died too. Very sad story. Very, very sad. And so there we go. Marlon Chilion died, left their wives widowed and mother no sons. It's very sad for Israel culture not to have uh, a son, daughter, that you're alone as a widow. It's very sad. And so later in verse 6, Naomi arises and she returns to her country. She goes back to Israel. She goes back to Bethlehem. And these two daughters wanted to follow her. And uh, I cut story short. So they were very, they loved her. She must have been a very good mother-in-law. Yeah. Because for the daughter-in-law to say, I will go with you. Uh. <laughs> All right. They must, she must have been a sweet lady. Yeah. I'll come to the thingy later. But So they all go walking. And then she says, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm this broken woman. I've lost two. I've lost my sons. I've lost my husband. Don't come with me. I'm just useless. You go back to your parents' home. Go back. Go back. Go west, boy. Okay. All right. Not your time song. Okay. So go back. <laughs> and they're like, okay, la. Orpa says, all right, bye bye, mommy. I'm leaving. So she goes, thank you so much. Then Ruth says, no, I will stay with you. I will follow you wherever you go. Some of you guys wish the girls would say that to you. And Ruth, in response to Naomi, you know, because my time is running, <laughs> in response to Naomi, saying, go, Ruth, go back to your parents, find a husband, even if I gave birth again, how can you marry my baby son? <laughs> okay, that's a culture. They cannot, once there's a, you, there's a death, the, that means your cousin, your somebody's family has to marry your wife to have the next generation. But there's nobody, she has nobody, she's dry. All right, right? All her eggs are cooked up already. All right. So fried, dead, and she ain't going to have no baby. And so she said, Ruth, eggs are fried. Go home, girl. And this girl said, and this is a very beautiful saying. So some of you were going to be brides. One day you could say this. So Ruth said to Naomi with full of passion. Some of you guys wish your girl would say this. 
Entreat me not to leave you or to turn back from following after you. For wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people. Your God, my God. And wherever you die, I will die. I will not say this to my mother-in-law. All right. And there I will be buried. And the Lord do so to me and more also, if anything, but death do us part. Oh my word, this is like the ultimate wedding vow. When my boyfriend then asked me, will you marry me? Eh? He did it in a very bad way. Lah. <laughs> it wasn't special, not even in the woods. It was in his house. <laughs> will, you, will you marry me? And I'm like, do it again. <laughs> Only because I wanted to quote this verse. He didn't even know it was in the book of Ruth. <laughs> so I said, do it again. <laughs> and so he did again. With me like, Entreat me not. <laughs> I was just madly in love and foolish. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> We are married 27 years. And your God shall be my God. And I am your people, my people. Until death do us part. And this is what Ruth said to Naomi. I tell you, Naomi's life must have been something else. For someone to say, I will die where you die. I will worship the God you worship. Because there's something different about you. So Ruth goes back with Naomi. So I go back to the start. Mr. Elimelech, do you know what his name meant? If you find out what his name is, you will slap him. Because <laughs> I'm angry with him. His name, Elimelech, as funny as it sounds. I think it's funny. His name means, my God is king. Come on, people. You cannot have a name, my God is king, and then you leave to Moab. Where's the declaration of faith? What a powerful name. While I laugh at it, it's a what kind of name? But it means El El Limelech. El Limelech. I'm sure I'm pronoun I'm not Hebrew. I don't speak Hebrew. Sorry. <laughs> El Limelech. My God is king. Well, here you are declaring my God is king. And then he leaves Bethlehem to Moab. What does Bethlehem mean? The house of bread. Bethlehem. The house of bread. He leaves the house of bread to go to Moab, which is, means desert. Not dessert. <laughs> Wrong spelling, dessert. It was a desert. It had nothing to offer. Moab was just dry. But he left the house of bread because there was a famine. And it's likely because of their disobedience. He went to a place called Moab, which was actually the wilderness. It was opposite direction from the promised land. This was the promised land they went opposite direction. They went to Moab. And then Elimelech, Elimelech names his two sons, Mahlon and Chilion. 
I don't know, this name comes from where? Does it sound Russian to you or Hong Kong? I don't know, okay. Amalon! Achilon! Achilon! Amalon! Okay, I don't know. Malon, Chilon! But both their names. Now, you better think carefully how you want to name your children because Malon means sickly. So surname is Mr. Lee, Sickly Lee. Marlon was sickly. Chilion meant wasting away. Pining and wasting away. Both, yo, they named their children until look like that. No. From the God, God is my king to sickly children and pining children, wasting children. A name la Alejandro or something like that. No, Marlon and Chilion. And they actually die. So sad. Naomi, her name meant pleasant. Pleasant. And I think she lived her personality as pleasant because which daughter-in-law will follow you until they die? <laughs> I have a very good mother-in-law, but I will not follow her to die. <laughs> right. But this one did. She really said, your God, my God, la. Oh, your people, my people, la. <coughs> you know, until death do us part. Something was very beautiful about Naomi. But her life got turned around when she left the house of bread to the place of desert and wilderness. So you will notice, therefore, that she says here um, in verse, uh, let me call for you, verse 20, um, verse 20, uh, so verse 19, when she goes back to Bethlehem, Bethlehem, and she walks into the city, and everybody was excited. I don't know whether it's a very small town or people are just very capo. Okay, just very sable, very, I want to know what's happening, okay? And they all came, wow, new people coming, new people coming, like, new people coming, and then they go like, huh? Is this Naomi? Because something must have changed, they couldn't recognize her. She went out pleasant. And then verse 20, she says, Do not call me pleasant, Naomi. Call me Mara, bitter. For the Almighty has dealt very bitterly with me. Wow, oh, ouch. She said, I went out full, and the Lord has brought me home again empty. Why do you call me pleasant? Since the Lord has testified against me and the Almighty has afflicted me. So she returned, verse 22, with Ruth and they stayed back, they stayed in Bethlehem. So I know it's just, uh, I would love to give you the love story actually of uh, Ruth and Boaz. And sometimes some girls say, I'm waiting for my Boaz. Don't wait for your Boaz and become moldy, la. just carry on with your life. Okay? If you're single, you say, I'm waiting for my Boaz. Don't, don't, don't. Just carry on with your life. Because the Boaz will come or come, doesn't matter. God is still great. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So, that's another story for another day. Sorry, I'd love to tell you the love story. Okay. But I have to tell you about this other love story, Naomi. So, um, Naomi um, comes home as a different woman. Um, I'm, I'm looking at 
some points for us to just uh, take on uh, with us to remember. Sometimes even we, and I include myself as I speak to you, so I'm not speaking at you, I'm speaking with you, because I too would have made certain mistakes or would have stepped and thought this was the right thing to do. The first thing was Elimelech walked away from the house of bread, from the place of feeding, from the storehouse of God, where he would have received the food of God, the word of God, the word of life, the support, the family, the people from the house of bread. And, and sometimes we might feel like, no, we want to move out from the house of bread into Moab, thinking the brighter lights, the city lights, the other side is greener. Uh, I choose. But, but here, Elimelech, the first thing, the one point that he did was he moved away from the house of bread. Maybe it was meant for only a little while. Yeah, it was a famine. I went there, I'm going to buy some bread and bring it home. But he remained there. So the remaining there and not coming back to your home of bread caused a loss. Loss. Those of you who are accountants here, you don't want losses in your company. You want returns on investment, ROI, right? What is the bottom line, right? Okay. So we're always looking at the bottom line. No ROI, you got no job. Oh yeah, then I can call you home. Okay. No, cannot, cannot. We need, we need you there. We need you there. <laughs> so he. So, so the first point, he remained. See, going and a step because famine, you want to buy bread. That's not wrong, but they got comfortable and remained there. Sometimes we remain in a certain condition, in a certain place when we're meant if, it is, if you had asked God, God would say it's time to move but they remain. In the remaining they lost sight of my God is King His name was my God is King and he lost sight of that and then he died Wow, it's, it's not a, a triumphal ending of going to find bread and then loss. So there is a thing about the remaining. His faith did not remain because he remained. <laughs> and then he died. Oh no. Our faith, church, friends, um, you know, the God who made us and who we are and we can touch each other and see each other, we are made in the image of God. This God who we worship and, and we worship Him through Jesus, His Son, made us and He's made us so special. You know, when you look at your neighbor, you're, whoa, you're in the image of God. Wow, look at your neighbor and say, whoa, you're made in the image of God. <laughs> Right? You're made in the image of God. There is something, an element of God in your lives. So when we some, say something bad about the, our brother and sister, we're actually saying something bad about God. Well, we forget, right? We're so naughty, right? Just us, lah, being, well, because we are weak and He's strong. And that's why we need to make the big exchange that He can be our strength. So, God really loves us. He made us and every one of you who made it to planet Earth and survived out of how many million little sperms who made it to the egg, uh, you're here. You didn't get aborted. You didn't die in famine. You didn't die nothing. You are here. 
means you are very special. You have a purpose to live. You have a reason to turn up. And there is a great future. But we don't realize that because we hear many other voices. The voice of the desert. And the voice of the desert will kill you. All right? And Elimelech died. So he remained. Maybe sometimes some things need not to be there too long. You get it? You need to come back. Come back to the God who is your king, to the house of bread. Okay? Think about sometimes we remain too long in something, in, such, in a circumstance, in a place. I don't know. Maybe this is where we say we have a relationship with God, to every child of God. The relationship with God allows you to hear what God is saying to you and tell you this is where you should be, right time, right place. This is time to move, right time, right place. This is the company to remain in or to go. This is the university to go and study. You know, some people, some parents, when they choose to send their child for university, I, I admire them. They will say, is there a church in the community before I send? Oh, I don't care if it's MIT. Is there a church there? I don't care if it's Cambridge or Oxford, Stanford, whatever, I don't know, Columbia University, US. You know, University of Malaya. Okay. <laughs> NUS, okay, all right, is there a university? Uh, is there a church there? Is a community of faith and believers so that if my child remain, he will not die there? So the remaining is, are we in the right place? Is this where God wants me to be or just the plans? And I know all of us as young people, I said all of us as young people, uh, we have parents who make decisions with us as well. But you get to pray and I pray your parents will also consider where they, where they have sent you and I praise God, you have found a place of worship. Yeah. Amen. And you are in a community of faith. And, and, and if you even if you are friends of the community of faith, we welcome you. Yeah. And, uh, and you're here. But remember, there's always a, should I be there for how long? What is God's purpose for me in this time and in this space? It's time, don't leave the house of bread. Don't leave the storehouse where the word of God is being preached, where there's life, where there's encouragement. And there is walking through the fire the flood, and coming out victorious as well. So Elimelech missed that, although his name meant, my God is king. Yeah. Alright? And then his wife therefore experienced the losses. So from pleasant, from being such a sweet-natured lady, a full of faith woman, she felt that she was at loss. So, but while she is now feeling bitter... Look at the second point for you. First one, they remain too long. So maybe for us, it's, let's not always remain. Let's ask God where we should be. And just ask the Lord. Then, then, the simple prayer, Lord, am I meant to be here this time, this, this company, in this school? I don't know, in this da-da-da. What is it that you are seeking God for? Let the Lord speak. Maybe we're here for a while, but then where does God want to leave? But I don't believe we're like nomadic, like here, there, everywhere, here, so today, here, tomorrow, there, you know, today, in this church, tomorrow, there. I'm not a bunny, I'm not a squirrel. You are, can be rooted one, okay? But just saying, if you're walking out of something that's good to, for a little while, then we need to come home. All right. Secondly, I like what Naomi did, and this is that's really kudos for her. Wow, she decided to arise. She rose up, and she said, "Enough is enough. Enough about it. Ten years, and I've lost it all. At least she could wake up and realize, hey, I came from the house of bread. Why am I remaining in the house of death? 
Why am I being just at loss all the time? I'm going home. She rose up, she took a step, and she moved out and returned to the house of bread. So there is a returning. And all of us have this opportunity to return to God. Oh, return to the maker, creator, the one who loves us, who doesn't want us to be lied to, who doesn't want us to lose our purpose and calling, or, you know, the reason why I'm, I have what I have is the Lord God. There is a chance for us to return to our maker, to return to the one God, the one king. His name is Jesus. He wants us. He loves us. We walk with him. And, and, and as, I, as many of you have heard, I returned and God called me back to Him from when I didn't know Him as a teenager. And I have been following Jesus for the last 40 years. And, and He has been faithful. Have I always been faithful? No, I failed. Oh, drop here, drop here, jang, jang, jang there, jang, jang, jang there. You know? But God called us back. And I pray that we will always be willing to hear when God says, you know, and, you, and he says, you know, my daughter, my son, this is what I want for you. Here is, and he speaks to people, he speaks to circumstances, good things. Not to rob you, not to take away from you, not to lose sight of your faith. Your faith is very precious. She decided, I'm going home. I'm returning to the house of bread, to where my God is king. Amen. And I love that she could step up and dare to walk into her home again. Amen. So there was this returning. All right. Then number three. I'm going to go very fast now. Wow. So she's returning. And then she got these daughters-in-laws. Either get lost <laughs> or come with me. So she said, go home. But there was this one very courageous woman called Ruth who didn't know the God of Israel but came to know the God of Israel through Naomi. Your life, friends, can reflect the goodness of God. And others will see what you have and they're going to say, can I have what you're having? You know, like if I'm having my rojak now, you're going to ask me, can I have what you're having? And like, you want some? <laughs> nice roja, you know, nice gado gado, oh, peanut sauce, and woo! <laughs> Don't suffer. And you're having all these beautiful vegetables, and tofu, and peanut sauce, and oh, sedap nyo. Ooh, enak. All right. And then you say, can I have what you're having? And I'm like, can't touch it. No, 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 no. Right. So, something about Naomi that encouraged. Dear Ruth, to say, I want this God because your God shall be my God. I pray that you are influencers, impactors in your universities, in the communities that you're in, in your workplace, in your church, in your families, wherever you are. I hope and I pray, like Naomi, you will be pleasant. Your person is pleasant. Where someone comes to you and they just want to go with you. Soon Tao, oh, your God shall be my God. Your friend might tell you that. Okay. <laughs> you know, wow. About my people, I don't know. Lah. Okay. But your God shall be my God. Like wherever you walk, there's something about you that is different. And that's where Ruth said, and treat me not to leave you. Show me the way to the house of bread. That's why I want to be where you are. 
Wow. Friends, we, so I'm looking at us, can we be that kind of person where someone will say to us, and treat me not to leave you. <laughs> not so much a wedding vow. <laughs> but in that fellowship, in that friendship, in that encounter, will someone say to you, I love what you have. And you're ha- what are you having for lunch today? Steak? No. Oh, nasi lemak. Can I have some too? Oh, you're having Jesus. Wow, can I have some too? Can I have Jesus? How can I know Him? Remember, Jesus is the good news. <laughs> We're just here to tell people about the good news that I experienced how God changed my life. How I came from papaya face to happy face. <laughs> to hopeless, hopeless Sandra to a hopeful Sandra at age 16. <laughs> we were so hopeless. I felt there was nothing. I felt ugly. I felt nobody. I felt like, yeah, you know, I just... I, my family don't even love me. I just, that's how I felt. Lah. doesn't mean that that's how, they treat, that's how they treated me. But that's how I felt. But, but you know, there's this... You, you, you meet someone and then, wow, why are you like that? Why are you always so hopeful? Hopefulness. Not just being happy, uh, be a bit of a clown. But, you know, hopeful. And, right, you know me, the day, day, day. You want to be hopeful. You, you're, you're always looking forward. And when you're down, you also know how to rise up from the ashes and not remain in the ashes. All right? And, and then they ask you why. And then you say, because of this hope I have in Jesus. And that's what probably, while Naomi may have had this uh, bitter part of her, but there were good days when, when Ruth recognized that and she wanted that. So how about us? Can people recognize that to say to us, hey, show me the way. Wow. You, all you need to do is just show the way. You, you can't change anybody. You just show the way and treat me not to leave you. I want to know this God. I'm paraphrasing this. Wow, I want to know this God. Where, will, where are you going? Where do you stay? Where do you worship? Who are these people that you hang out with? They're so cool. With board games and everything. Frisbee playing. Okay, all right. Um, the, that, that's something you want to embrace in your life and my life, each of us. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes you say, I have deep joy. Your joy is so deep, nobody can dig it out from you. This is a message uh, I heard since I was young until now. No? Deep joy. I've got deep joy. Deep down in my heart. I love you, Jesus. Deep down in my heart. Talk about deep, deep, down, down. Deep down in my heart. Yeah, I've deep joy. Hey, siapa mau follow you leh? Nobody want you, man. Right now, I'd rather go Blackpink or something. Mercy. Deep joy has a, a spring is deep and therefore it bubbles up. Deep out. It <laughs> No, it was not a fart. All right. You spring up, oh well. Spring up, oh joy. You know? I I I'm sorry, la. I actually I'm an introvert. You don't believe me, right? I am. <laughs> Any day, I would rather sit in the corner. Uh, like where Jashing is today. <laughs> and I will look at everybody and not ooh, scare everybody. Okay? Deep down, I'm introvert. But, <laughs> deep down. But, but the deep joy of God has to spring up a well. And that joy has to come forth. People need to experience that blessing, that joy. I mean, you can't be so deep that you, you can't even smile, right? 
Right? Hello. Hello. <laughs> My joy, very deep. <laughs> uh, you, you, you Jesus people? Yes, but my joy, very deep. Okay. <laughs> you know, most of us will not go nearby that person, you know. Christine will not come hug you. <laughs> Alright, I don't know, maybe. But there was, you, you can't have deep joy and, not, and then think that, you know, it's good. Uh, you, it's good when it begins to bubble out like any spring water and we all like to buy the highland waters, right? And it's so fresh. Oh, right? Oh, your skin also become bright, alright? I heard, go to the highlands. The people at Edinburgh there, you know. Alright, so, so good water. Nothing like London water, you know, murky. So fresh. Look at Ryan's face, shining. Alright, okay. So, uh, deep joy, comes out. People will say, entreat me, please lead me to this water of life. Why you look so bright? Whoa, I want to be young forever. Come to Jesus. I know you think I'm 25. <laughs> All right, okay. Uh, <laughs> come to Jesus, amen. All right. If you are a spiritual daughter of mine, you will look like this forever. <laughs> okay, aches and pains. Okay, never mind. All right. So, number three is will people come to you and say, wow, and wow, I want to follow what you have? All right. Number four, number four, number four, my point. I like something about Naomi. Yes. She said, I'm bitter, please don't, please don't talk to me. I'm, actually, she came home to Bethlehem like most of us would be when we lost something. Uh, we feel paisela, malu, all right, or shy, or broken. I have nothing. I, can't, I went out. See, uh, she actually said, uh, I went out to Moab loaded, you know. So I don't know why Elimelech left the house of bread, Bethlehem, to go full. And now she says, I've come back with nothing. She lost her husband, her sons. But she brought back Ruth. That was a blessing. So she couldn't see it at that time. But she said, please, please don't call me pleasant. I'm just bitter. And so sometimes when we return, we... Yaka? Basa Indon? Apa? Bisa? Okay. Okay. This is what happens with all these smartphones. La. They simply want to talk when I'm not talking to them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright. So, sometimes when we come back and return to the Lord, we, we feel a little shy. You know? And, 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 and then we cannot see that, yeah, is it really good? But yet it is a good thing to return. In due time, she sees how this returning has been a blessing. And, uh, and, and it, it, you, we can see it in, 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 in Ruth chapter 2, verse 20. What happens is, uh, I believe it's there, yes, I, where she sees how Ruth becomes a blessing to her. See, first she blesses Ruth, and then Ruth becomes a blessing to her. And so Ruth goes out to find work, and, you know, and she brings back grain. And then in verse 20, uh, Naomi says this in chapter 2 of verse 20. Naomi says to her daughter-in-law, Blessed be he of the Lord who has not forsaken his kindness to the living and the dead. So, and Naomi said to her, This man is a relation of ours, one of our close relatives. But what I like from there is Naomi began to spring up a well and say, Bless the Lord. So from, I'm so malu, I'm so shy, I'm, I'm so broken, I can't see anything good, I've come, I've returned, Lord. Sometimes when we return, we feel like everybody knows what you did last summer. 
Can I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, when you ever felt like you were away from the Lord and you come back to Jesus, don't ever think that I know what you did last summer because I don't. Not even the pastor here or some great prophet and you come back, you oh my God, Pastor Dave is going to just say this word. No, God does not reveal everything unless it's really necessary because it is going to hurt you. Otherwise, God speaks to you and as a confirmation, He speaks to His servant who will affirm you, not condemn you. Please, I don't know what you did last summer. Please. The devil will tell you, I know what you did last summer. I know what you did last night. I know where your hand went. Hey, I don't know. Okay? Where your hand went, where your... Okay? You know, God knows. Alright? Please don't stay in front of us all and go like, she knows what I did last summer. She knows what... <laughs> Bro, I don't know. <laughs> you want me to guess? I, 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 you went to Brighton? <laughs> You went to Iceland, <laughs> all right, last summer, right? Please take courage. As the voices around you and in you will say, God's going to condemn you. You are returning. The devil's voice will go like, out, from out there it comes. No, but I want to tell you, no. That word is praise God. You just say no. God is a God of love. And mercy. Even though he can judge us, he doesn't. So, like Naomi, you turn it around and go like, praise God. He is good to the dead and the living. Wow. Wow. I can see her change her lingo. How we speak and what we're thinking. Because I've been a I mean, I've been pastoring for the last 20 over years, 30 years. And I, I okay, you, you, are, you are our family. Like, so let's say I happen to be your pastor here. I'm not, I'm the, I'm the pastor somewhere else. And, and you come back to the Lord, you've been far away, I'm the best because I know best. And this is the best. All right. Then, and then she feels really bad. Then, but she said, No, I, I really want to come back to Jesus. And then she look at me and then she starts crying. Right? <laughs> I'm like, Why? You know what I did, right? I don't. What did you do? Oh, <laughs> uh, but I can't. I, I want to tell you, I don't know. But what I do know is God will affirm. A word of affirmation will come so that you can be lifted up. And you change your lingo. Enough of talking the negative or... It's not just motivational. It's enough of talking what others are speaking. Speak what God is speaking. He is the God of the living and the dead. He remembers us. He hasn't forgotten us. Amen. And, and therefore, um, he, you know, Naomi found a place to say, wow, thank you, Lord. You remembered me. How about if you can't think of anything else to say, can you just say very, very small, very, thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> okay. Very hard to say. I don't, I don't know. Praise God. Okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay. Slowly say a little bit more, a little bit more. And then may the Lord transform yeah. you out of thanksgiving. Amen. Because not one of us can raise a stone and stone each other because we never sin. No such thing. Cannot. I don't know. You know what I put my hand to last summer? You don't know. Right? I know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just trying to bring 
Tiong's about to die right now. <laughs> okay, but we got to find a place of thanksgiving. Praise God. Because Naomi, while bitter, when she saw the good thing, God's trying to reach her, you know, by, by this daughter-in-law. Who's this Moabite woman? But you, eh? But no, she said, your God will be my God. And she said, wow, I can see God is working even through your life. How is that possible? Because God is life. Amen? And fifthly, uh, fifthly, <laughs> I can see her faith came full cycle. How do we see that? We'll look at Ruth chapter 4. There are only four chapters in the book of Ruth. Very short book, very short but powerful love story. Uh, in, in, John, uh, in, John Bula, in Ruth chapter 4, verse 14 to 15, um, while, while Naomi, in, her, in the name, said, don't call me pleasant, call me bitter, in that time of being bitter, she's seeing God doing something. And she was encouraging her daughter-in-law to take the right steps. But you see, while you are waiting and you are, whatever you came through the last summer, but you don't remain there. You, you should you return, ma. But then when you return, you're like, you'll be scared, be scared. But she took steps to encourage Ruth. Every now and then, she kept telling Ruth, you do this. She, if you read the whole book, she said, oh, why don't you, you know, dress up, put perfume and go sit at a man's feet? <laughs> okay, not the way you think. But, you know, or do this or do that. And, you know, this is... Okay. Naomi, through her actions, began to see a renewed faith. And then she saw God turn it around. She came full cycle. Amen. So in verse chapter 4, verse 14 to 15, it says here, because Ruth married, there's the whole love story between Ruth and Boaz. No time to tell today. Uh, and then they had a baby boy called Obed. And Obed was a, was a grandson. And, and then the women, it had to be the women love. Real kepochi. Okay. So all the women, I hope they were encouraging him. It looks like they were. They all came around. Naomi, Naomi, wow. Blessed be the Lord who has not left you this day. You see, sometimes it's because of the day, isn't it? It's the, it's the day people who always tell us, hey, why, 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 why you do that? Huh? Hey, why you do this? Huh? Ah, I heard, I heard. Uh, I heard, I heard. I heard pastor say, actually pastor never say, you know. Slap you, you know. All right, I heard. <laughs> and they, they, this, that one, that, that one, that, you know. So sometimes they can come with negative words, but this, this day they said, uh, Blessed be the Lord who has not left you this day without a close relative, and may his name be famous in Israel, and may he be to you a restorer of life and a nourisher of your old age. For your daughter-in-law, who loves you, who is better to you than seven sons, has borne this boy. In a sense, as they're saying, wow, you actually have a grandson. Is that grand yeah, grand grandson. Right? Grandson. And, uh, and wow, at your old age also. Why? Because Ruth got married. So in, our, in their culture and this cultural thing, where, you know, having a grandson, having a son, all these things, that time, lah, not now we are living in Jesus now, okay? It, it, it just turned around. And they said, wow, looks like God's favour is on you. Sometimes, people will say all kinds of things that make you think that God is judging you like forever. No. If you read Bible, and if you have been reading, I only see this. God saying, come. Come. I can only see God saying, come. 
and he doesn't ever slap us or hit us or you know do something funny. I would love, but he wouldn't. He's such a kind, tender, loving, merciful father who until now is so very patient, drawing us back to him. The moment you said I'm returning, he takes ten steps to you. Because no man will do that, but God does. And full cycle, Naomi testimonies that people begin to see, I guess when she walked in, is this Naomi? She didn't look that pleasant face because she's, you know, probably a bit down coming in and then and, Kepo and women like, you, what are you doing? I don't know. Die, die, die. Da, da, da. Yeah, I suppose God's supposed to be a king, but die, die, die. They're like, oh, son, son. Mobite, mobite, are you Gentile? I don't know whatever that. You know the whispers? Oh, so horrible, right? Come on, let's stem gossip out of the church. Because if you don't stop gossip in the church, how are we going to live? The place of refuge has become the place of condemnation. I hate it. I really... Ooh, ooh. I hope our church not like that. Uh, you are my church too. Stamp out gossip. If we're going to say anything good, then say something like this lah. Oh, praise the Lord, bless the Lord. Wow, God, you know, He's gonna, He's your nourisher, He's given you a grandson. And, you know, and Naomi was just, wow, just a sense of awe at God and just, you know, carried the baby and just say, wow, you know, God has um, really come full cycle to bless her. Wow, I want to encourage us because, and time is so out of my way, um, because what I really want to say to us is, um, in our walk with Jesus, the most precious thing that you and I have is our faith. Is our faith. And that faith, you don't know how precious it is. Do you know why? Because the devil will try to rob you and me of our faith. And this faith, if you were to hold it like a baton, and I wanted to do it, but I can't do it, there's no more time. If we held the faith like a baton, we actually have to pass it on one day. But do you know in the passing, how many of you do uh, track and field? Have you done track and field? Four by 100? Anybody? Yeah? Right? You know, right? The, the catching uh, is so important, right? I can't just throw it like that. Like, wait. You know? Right? Jamaica lost because, you know, a US team, women, women's team, lost because they just threw the thing. Oh, you think I can catch? No, because there is a mark to take it and then right and run. But you can't even give it before, you can't even give it after, and then you can't throw it. <laughs> right? It will just go. You lose the game. You know that if you do track and field, that 4 by 100, right? We have to know the right timing, we've got to be watching. Not. Mona, you're not watching. How are you going to pass? Your faith is like this baton that you hold in your hand. And that's where Hebrews chapter, Hebrews chapter 12, uh, I'm ending, I'm ending. Hebrews chapter 12 um, says, verse 1 and 2, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. For the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. 
I know some, some of you are thinking, what, I hope you've read this verse before. But this is exactly it. We are in a, a, a race um, of our faith. Uh, Paul, you know, uh, when you talk about a race, because there is a time limit, there is a timing when Jesus will return. But we're now running our faith race, right? We're running, right? We're running. Okay, we're running. We're running. And uh, sometimes halfway I fall down, all right? <laughs> I don't run anymore. I don't follow Jesus anymore. I'll forget you. <laughs> but God doesn't leave us there. What does He do? He sends Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, come. <laughs> Holy Spirit comes. And, and come, la, come. La. I can talk to Michelle because she's my friend. All right. Right? So I fell down my faith, but Holy Spirit, come, lift me up. Holy Spirit, lift me up. Yes, I run again. Run. And then the cloud of witnesses cheer, cheer, cheer. <laughs> I'm still holding my faith. Oh, and then I got sidetracked. I got sidetracked. I got sidetracked because I saw one very uh, cute boy. Okay. <laughs> Imagine about 18, like 18. Like, okay. Are you all distracted? 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 Holy Spirit can come again, run. Holy Spirit, can you come again and help me? <laughs> My Holy Spirit very not. <laughs> she, she was looking at which cute boy. <laughs> Alright. So got distracted. Relationship, relationship. In my case, it was always relationship. Uh, okay. No, 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 no. It's okay. He's <laughs> about to die. You're old enough to be my son. Alright. So like, I'm distracted. No, go. <laughs> Cheer me on. And then I have to pass it. I have to pass it. On the right time, right? I'm going to pass it to the right person or the person that I'm, you know, discipling. Our faith, you need to hold your faith. And you're not alone because you've got Holy Spirit living in us. And you've got the body of Christ. Everybody cheer? There's all of us cheering each other on. That's why gossip cannot remain in the house of God. It's so rubbish. Right? Because how? How are I going to run? If you're gossiping about me, then, uh, <laughs> then I hear it. Uh, you know, and that's how it happens. Happens to the boys, happens to the girls. Man, we, we can't. We need to cheer. We need to say, run, Forrest, run. <laughs> we need to go like, God is with you. Uh, remember that See how good he is. Look, you might have come back with nothing, but you come back with a roof. With this girl who says, My God shall be, your God shall be my God. People around you that say, Wow, what is, what a, wow. So I want this thing that you're experiencing. What is it? So our faith, friends, uh, really is, is where we want to be able to hold on, grow it. Develop our faith. We are running a race of faith, our faith. And as we are walking in our faith, the enemy will try to rob it through various ways. I've had that challenge. A lot of times it was through relationships. Other times it would be through just, you know, just feeling not good enough. Uh, or, or voices that kept telling, voices that keep saying you're not good enough, or you know, you're, you just cannot. Lah. All right. Uh, it's just like that. You just tell you can't, like, you just can't, like, you just can't. Lah. All right. Um, but you and I, like in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 7, uh, chapter 4, 2 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 7, the thing that you need to be aware of that Paul says um, to Timothy is that he has fought the good fight. He, he has fought the good fight. He finished the race. He kept the faith. So you and I are still here, right? We're living the life. Come on. 
we're not about to give up now, but we're fighting the, we're running the race, we're fighting the good fight. Come on, hold on, keep your faith. Keep your faith. You are living in a time, you and I are living in a time when people are doing what is right in their own eyes. But if they call that their God, their king, God is their king, you and I, then that faith, we get to hold on to it. And as we do that, you know, team relay, we're a team. I'm not running for me alone. I won't live here forever. I won't be here forever, but I need to pass it on. But if I pass it on too early, hand not out yet. If I pass it on too late, ran away already. If I drop my faith, I cannot pass. Your faith got to have the right speed and, and, and the positioning of your heart and your faithfulness. God just that we walk faithful with Him. Amen. That's the race that, that we are running. Amen. And, and so, you know, if there's, some, there's a cloud of witnesses, so we're cheering each other on. That's what we do every Sunday, friends. We're here to cheer each other. We're here at camp. You're seated. You come away with me so that you can hear Jesus' voice, right? Not Nora Jones. But you're hearing the voice of God through His servants. Funny woman. And then, and then we're cheering each other on because we need to say, hey, if there is a weight that is robbing my faith, I need to let it go. If there is something that actually always keeps sticking to me, why you always stick to me? Huh? You gotta let it go. Take it off. It says, let lay aside every weight and 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 that sin, that thing, that sin that always come back at you again and again and tries to ensnare us. And and then we can't run with endurance. Basically, it's a it's a um the long run, not a short, you know, not a sprint, but a marathon. Our faith is a marathon. We need to pace it, pace it, so that we can soon run it faithfully and pass it on. Yeah. And pass it really on the hand. <laughs> and not throw it. <laughs> all right? Um, so that we all win together. Yeah. And we got to do this together. Yeah. It doesn't, uh, it's not just you alone, you, you yourself. We together run this race. I know sometimes we feel alone. But that's why I say we need to be rooted, have that community of faith, the people who share. You don't need to have a lot of people. Just that one, two, three that really stands strong. You don't need a million friends. You just need one very good friend, two very good friends, plus the Holy Spirit. Amen? And He gets you going. Friends, I'm as old as your mom and dad, okay? I'm not your dad, like your mom. Uh, how am I running this race and still fueling this? Because if you look at your mom, right? You think you, you, my mom's age, yes. Maybe older than some of your moms if you're 18. All right? So, how do you feel this? Holy Spirit. Faith in Jesus. Hold on to that. Beta. I'm running the race as you are. So, I'm just sharing with you what I've been through. And then, I think you're better, better many times than me. And so, you can run further and faster and aim better and pass it on better. Right? Because it gets better. But we don't think it gets better. We're like, no, 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 no. The enemy will lie to us and say, no, it doesn't get better. It's the same. Well, the lies are the same, but you don't have to be the same. Come on. Okay? Eve fell for, the, fell for those tempting, temptations. You don't have to fall because the same thing. It's the same thing. He got no other tricks. He's not very creative. Hmm. Not very. It's the same one. You see, you eat. You like, you buy. <laughs> He's not very creative. But God has put in you such creativity, such beauty, such 
awesomeness, awesomeness, that you you guys and girls can do so much more, can believe so much more. You, you, you know, the words that you speak, the things that you do bring life and encouragement. That's why your faith is so precious. Many of us get challenged, tripped up. And sometimes, the end, like, you know, I could have stayed there. If my Holy Spirit didn't come, I would have stayed there. <laughs> if my Holy Spirit didn't come, I would have got involved in a wrong relationship. I joined a wrong company or whatever. So we run this race. Amen? So I, I, I want to encourage us. Jesus gave his life for us. Nobody else spilled his blood for us. Nobody died for us. Only Jesus died for us. And the devil will come around prowling. Actually, no teeth one. Prowling. But then you see lion, lion, tiger, tiger. Scared. Oh, like a lion. Oh, lion, lion. But actually, no teeth. But he pretend he got teeth. Same lies. Same temptations. And you say like, whoa, you bite the dust. Bite the dust. Because you're just a serpent. Bite the dust. I will eat the best that God has. Come on. You have a long way to go more. I also got a long way. We need to not bite the dust. But we need to hold on to the victories that God has for us. Amen. So press on, press on, press on uh, to the upward call. That would, you would see that in Philippians chapter, uh, chapter 3 and verse 12. You, um, it says to press on, alright? Uh, we haven't reached. We're not perfect yet. But in verse 14, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God. Verse 14, press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Press on, press on. Walk on with the Lord with the Holy Spirit. God is with you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Shall we stand and we're going to close this session? Oh, hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you. We praise you. Lord, the words that I speak hold no power, but only what you anoint uh, will come forth in demonstration the power of the Holy Spirit. Father, we sit here, we stand here, we are here, here to grasp hold, take hold, and hold on to that word of faith in Jesus' name. Lord, my brothers and sisters, precious, uh, here, they have come away. Holy Spirit, take that word and Lord, cause it to, 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 to go deep, take root in the lives of each and every one of your children here. Father, we really want to know you as the God, our King. You are our King. And we don't have to leave the house of bread. We can stay in the house of bread, God's house, God's word. Oh Lord, where you root us, where you place us. And if we ever walked away, Lord, we are going to ask that we will be aware to return. So that when we return, Father, we can see your restoration. You restored many times to Naomi. Father, restore us to those who felt like, oh, I, I failed or I feel so ashamed. I want to say to you, brothers and sisters, if you are returning, if you have just come back, if you are thinking, you know, I, oh, I, I did something last summer. Come on, I said, nobody knows. God knows. But He doesn't hold it against you. He's saying, come. Come because I and the one that can forgive you. As you say, Lord, forgive me. The Lord will say to you, I choose to forgive you because He is a God of mercy. He's a God of love. He loves us with His 
tender mercies and loving kindness. There's no better love than the love of Jesus. Oh, God's love is, is, is fresh, it's sweet, it's welcoming, it's receiving. He takes us, He receives us. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, have your way. Take over. Lord, move in our spirit, move in our hearts. Father, we took time out. May the busyness of our work and our studies just has gone behind and, and allow ourselves to come into your presence, into your face, so that Jesus can speak to us today in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, take our lives and make it beautiful, beautiful for you, Lord, as we stand in Jesus' name. You know where you are in your faith, in your walk with Jesus. Some are excited. You'll say, whoa, yes, I'm holding on my faith and I'm going to run with faith, with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit. Others might feel like, you know how like when I fell and I was just down, but I want to say, Holy Spirit wants to pick you up. Would you allow Him to lift you up? Would you choose to return? Would you choose to turn your words to words of thanksgiving and praise instead of shame and doubt? In Jesus' name. Oh, God is calling out His people to holiness. Come into, unto Him. He is a holy God. He loves you. Come into Him. God makes you pure. God makes you beautiful. You say, Lord, Lord, here I am. Forgive me, Lord. Teach me, Lord. I want to learn. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Have your way. Lord, we open our hearts to you. We're ready. Lord, we want more of you. Lord, have your way. We want to devote ourselves to follow Jesus. And we want to follow you closely, Lord. We want to be a disciple of Jesus. We want to follow your word, your truth. Lord, thank you. Holy Spirit, would you lift up those who are in need of being lifted up from any condemnation. I want to say to us, there is no more condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk under the law of life, not under the law of death. In Jesus' name, life is flowing. Come on, let that deep joy overflow. Hallelujah. Let it spring forth in Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah. Deep, but let it spring forth by the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, some of you need to experience the fullness of the Holy Spirit. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Receive Jesus as your personal, personal Lord and Master and Savior. You, just, you need to experience that. But God comes gently, wooing you, drawing you. And where you are right now, the Lord ministers to you. He speaks to you. He's pouring out His presence to you. As you look to Jesus, as we spend these couple of, you know, next hours together, I pray you would encounter as He speaks to you in Jesus' name. The Lord seal His word to you as you keep your heart open to Him. Know Him and want to be where He wants you to be. The right place at the right time. And for this time and the now, you're at the right place at the right time that you might know Him and be filled by His love and be set free from your fears and to be, you know, made known to this God of love and mercy. He loves you. Father, take hold of our lives and cause us to really just drink of your goodness. Oh, eat of your fullness of your word. And so that we can, Lord, be filled, refilled, be restored, be renewed. 
In Jesus' name we pray and everybody say, Amen. Amen. Amen.